balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. Let me tell you something. I have more strength now than I had 10 years ago, and I'm 78 years old. It's amazing stuff. It really is an amazing product. I am so happy with the way I feel. It's really incredible. Plus, the little cat naps I used to take when I come home at night, because I still work part-time. I used to take a cat nap every night, uh, like a 20-minute, half an hour. But I haven't taken a cat nap since I started taking this stuff. That's, that's crazy. So this stuff works. It's the real deal. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. In a world where you can be anything, be someone who doesn't repeat media sound bites. The show starts now. This is a world pandemic. It's a one in 100 year event. So you can expect that we will have transmission uh, from time to time. And that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. I want to be straight with you. There will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. A vaccine on its own will not end the pandemic. Surveillance will need to continue. People will still need to be tested, isolated, and cared for. Contacts will still need to be traced and quarantined. Communities will still need to be engaged. It is a big idea. A new world order. Your papers, please. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. Mr. President, on Afghanistan? I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now. Can you get okay. Come on, man. 
Hi there. Welcome back. I have Investigator Dave with me. And yeah, that was... um, that was Biden, and uh, he's not allowed to answer questions. I wonder who tells him that. I thought he was the president. Huh, interesting question. Uh, yeah, I'm not allowed. I'm not supposed to. I can't because somebody is pulling my strings, and when they get me out of the deep freeze and they deliver me to the podium, I'm only supposed to say certain things. That's kind of how that works out. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show and uh, our little fraudulent administration up at the podium again and every day delivering messages of uh, crapola. So that's basically what's going on in America today. And I have of the great investigator Dave with me. And a bit, by the way, a big thank you to uh, Dr. Duke Pesta and uh, Uncle Milty for the last hour. We went through a lot of headlines and it was really great. And we're going to move into this next great hour with Investigator Dave. Investigator Dave, if you're new to the show, has a long history. Well, he's been with the show since almost the beginning of it. And then also a long history with law enforcement and PI work and a history buff and a history teacher. <laughs> I mean, you name it, uh, goes in and, and is really good at, at, at the pieces of cases and putting them together and really kind of looking under the hood to see what's going on. So I really appreciate that about Investigator Dave. And today he's going to give us a little bit more on Afghanistan and maybe some things that to context that we need to know about Afghanistan. Welcome, Investigator Dave, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me. Excellent. Uh, excellent. By the way, tomorrow I have a firefighter coming on the show. They're fighting against the mandate. Um, I might have a sheriff either tomorrow or, or Thursday coming on the show to talk about how to safeguard a city. I've got all kinds of guests all week long, and it's going to be fantastic. So I really do hope you join us every day. We've got a, a huge show planned every single day. You know, when I'm thinking about this Afghanistan thing, and I'm I, I'm looking at it as another Benghazi. The same people are involved. Biden was during Benghazi too, and we've got the same sort of fraudulent, uh, you know, um, group running the running the White House, not caring if they leave people behind, not caring how they leave a situation. But I do think it was very planned, and I, I'd love to get your two cents on that. Our new Benghazi. Okay, well, just just right off, uh, it's not it's not. Benghazi. Mm-hmm. It's not Libya, because Afghanistan is different. Mm. Uh, Lib- Libya was desert. It, you can move around this easily. You could bomb it. It was right next to the sea. Ships, planes could go in and out. It, you could transfer, go from one end to the other. Uh-huh. Afghanistan geographically is it's a landlocked country. Mm-hmm. You cannot get there without going through Pakistan, Iran or any of the stands up above it. Right. Uh, I mean, I was talking more, Dave, about the fact that we left people to die, and we don't seem to care that we do that. And there's usually other reasons. With Benghazi, we found out that they were running arms and all kinds of things with Hillary going, what does it matter anymore? You know, all of that. But still, there were so many things going on behind the scenes that the public never picked up on, right? Incredible amount of things going on behind the scenes. Everybody wants to make money, and everybody's Mm -hmm. losing money. Everybody wants power. Some people are losing power. Some people are afraid. Some people are happy. And and it's not together yet. Right. And Russia even told them, and they sent emissaries up to Moscow and had a big talk with Lavrov. Is there uh, foreign agent? Yeah. Yeah. And Lavrov told him, he says, listen, uh, until you get your act together, we, we can't do anything with you, and, uh, but Russia's really worried about them. But, you know, when we talk about Afghanistan, most people 
where is that? They never even, they've probably never even seen it on a map. They have no idea. Uh, and so it, to them, it becomes boring. It becomes unpredictable. It's just somewhere in the world. And, mm-hmm. and it's not really. Right. Uh, it's right there in the, you know, East, Middle East. And um, Kissinger said that this was the center of the chessboard. And many people did because Afghanistan, Pakistan, all these stands in Iran are the key for all kinds of commerce, everything that you want to do, uh, and not only the minerals and everything else mm-hmm. that can be taken out there, let alone the oil. So um, it's a key area. So I want to invite, if anybody doesn't know where it is, I'm going to draw a map of it in your head, okay? Mm-hmm. Make a fist. Make a fist with your right okay. hand. Okay, okay. Okay, and then turn that fist around so you're facing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and stick out your thumb. Okay? All right. Mm-hmm. Where you, all right, where your thumb is sticking out, that's the Hindu Kush. It's part of Afghanistan, and it's a little isolated area. It goes over to China, mm-hmm. the only border of China. Actually, make your thumb a little thinner, too. Okay. Okay. And right down the middle of your thumb, okay, runs the river. Okay. The Pashir, Pashir, River, Pashir River. And it flows because this is very, very mountainous. And so the Hindu Kush is a very, it's a valley that kind of flows through there. The river makes a valley, mm-hmm. and it goes all the way down toward a couple other rivers into Kabul. And Kabul is about in the middle of your fist on the right-hand side in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just north of that, okay, just north of that is the Pajir province. Mm-hmm. And it's made of um, people mostly from Tajikistan. Now, if you look above your fist, we're going to surround your fist here. Above your fist is Tajikistan. To the right, to the left of that is Uzbekistan, then Turkmenistan, and then to your left is Iran. That borders the left-hand side of your fist. The right-hand side of your fist is Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, this, this is what surrounds you. All right? Now, these people from Tajikistan, they have a big province down there in Afghanistan. That's the country just north of it. Mm-hmm. By the way, Tajikistan used to be part of the Soviet Union. Right. All these stands were part of the Soviet Union. And Russia still considers them kind of like provinces, mm-hmm. if you will. They're independent, but they're still part of, quote, Russia, unquote. All right? Right. And uh, all right. So they're just above it. And in this uh, Pajir, Pajir Valley, okay, is a group of these... Uh, Tajikistans, and they're mostly Sunnis, and uh, they're Afghanis, but they're extremely independent. And uh, because of this, they're they're in rebellion. They're the only province that the Taliban has not allegedly taken over in Afghanistan. Right. They're up up there where the mountains start to go to the Hindu Kush. Mm -hmm. And up there in these valleys and mountains and everywhere else, they're holding up in there, and they will not surrender to the Taliban. Right. And when the Taliban took over Afghanistan, their president, Ghani, left. He fled with a couple carloads of $100 bills and a helicopter 
equaling millions of dollars. He took off $135 million, took off. He left behind Amrullah Saleh, or Sally. We'll just call him Saleh. Okay, Amrullah Saleh. He was the vice president of Afghanistan. Now, Amrullah Saleh hates the Taliban. Mm-hmm. Because back when the Taliban was fighting against this province, okay, this Taliban captured Amrullah Saleh's sister. And they told him to surrender. And he refused to surrender, so they tortured and killed her. And so he will not, he hates the Taliban, okay, and he will not surrender to them under any circumstance. Now, there was another guy up there, the head of their general. And um, their general is a guy named Ahmed Masood. And you'll hear a lot about him. Mm-hmm. His dad... His dad was the head of this resistance movement up there, and his name was Ahmed Shah Massoud. But for some reason, he was fighting the Taliban all the, for a long, long time, up until two days before 9-11. Two days before 9-11, he was assassinated. And that took care mm. of a lot of the resistance there. I see. Okay? Yeah. And then we invaded. And then we invaded. And he was unable to mount these people. Hmm. By the way, this area up here is, uh, they're the ones that, I think we talked about this last week or a week or two ago, England's greatest disaster. England, you know, always wanted to conquer the world. Yes, still do. (laughs) Kind of. Right. Yeah, and they they had 16,000 people up there. They went to Afghanistan, took over Kabul, back in the 1830s, late 1830s, and uh, they actually owned it for a couple of years, but all throughout Afghanistan, the tribes were very upset with the British, mainly because they were abducting a lot of the girls. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and Afghanis, you know, like to protect their women, allegedly. So they didn't like that. So they finally mounted an attack against the Brits. The British tried to retreat through mm-hmm. the Hindu Kush, mm-hmm. through this province, 16,000 of them all were killed, only one survivor. Hmm. They all got killed by the Afghanis. And then the Russians came in, of course, in the 70s and, and the late 70s. And then they took, they, their hardest place to take over was this valley, right? Mm-hmm. The, Pangier, the Pangier Valley. They could not do it. And... Uh, uh, Masood fought them for the whole nine years that they were trying to take over. It's kind of interesting because if you now look at Google Maps or just pictures of, mm-hmm. of this Pangir Valley, you can see these. It's kind of neat because there are huge mountains. Right. And this river goes right down the middle of it, and then it certain areas it widens a little bit, and then there's towns there. Wherever we're going to... We're going to go to a break, and then I want to come right back. And uh, I have Investigator Dave on. We're talking about Afghanistan, so everybody can kind of get a, a vision of it and understand it a little bit better. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Uh, live on a Monday. Happy to be here. And uh, uh, of course, I've got Investigator Dave with me. Make sure you get over to MyPillow.com and order up some wonderful products right now while you can get the 66%. That is not going to last. Uh, in fact, um, I think they're probably pretty close to, to ending that. Make sure that you get 66% off by using my name. K-A-T-E. Kate. And what's great is when you go to MyPillow.com, you can buy uh, dog beds and loungewear and towels, the most fluffiest, wonderful towels you've ever owned, and sheet sets, 49 bucks. I mean, it's insane what they're doing uh, in this sale. Uh, The down comforters for the winter, I mean, you name it. And while you're Christmas shopping ahead, you can actually get, uh, get that to the show. It'll actually come to the show, and it helps Mike do what he's doing in talking about election fraud, which we know we have a lot of. So make sure that we, the whole thing is fraudulent. So make sure that we get uh, that kind of support. Thank you to go to MyPillow.com and put in the code Kate. I thank you for it. I thank you for it. You have no idea. The show needs it. My show is run separately. I am not affiliated with a corporation. I don't get marching orders or told what to say or guidelines. And that's what makes this really special, this show. And I just want to make sure it stays on the air. So I thank you. I have investigator Dave, and I was thinking about this, um, you know, on a map, if you were to look at, at the countries that you're talking about, so maybe people have a different source of, of thinking about this. I'm in the state of Utah. And so uh, Afghanistan is like right situated, probably where like on a, on a similar to a United States map, Utah would be, right? If you were going to look at it this way. So Afghanistan is kind of like where I'm at. And, and on the side of me, which would be Nevada and California, that's Iran. Okay. That's Iran. They both kind of want to be separate, don't they? So Iran. And then down below me and across would be Arizona and it would be New Mexico and it would be, um, uh, it would be, uh, New Mexico, Arizona and, uh, what else? Uh, and so if you're looking at it like that, that's Pakistan. Okay. And Texas is similar to, to the stature of India. So India is kind of like where Texas would be. So I've got, I've got Utah, which is, um, which is Afghanistan. And then to one side of me, I have, I have Nevada and California, which is Iran. And, and underneath I've got Pakistan all along my, my Southern border and extended. And then I've got India, I've got India where Texas would be. And then the whole Midwest the whole East Coast would be China. And above me are all the stands, all the stands that used to be Russia. So those are like uh, California, Idaho, you know, uh, Minnesota. Those are all the stands. And then that borders up into Russia. So Afghanistan would be Utah. Down below me and kind of spread across would be Pakistan. And then I've got India. And then I've got China as the whole other half of that, this continent. Okay. And so that's kind of what we're looking at. And China wants to go in to Pakistan, Afghanistan, and into Iran to go ahead and forge through that new energy, energy deal. Okay. And so I think we're pretty much given Afghanistan up to China without saying so, but, uh, but I want to hear from you, investigator Dave, what your thoughts are. Okay. Um, China is desperately trying to get that move going because, like we talked about last time, their sea routes are being uh, hindered. Right. And so they're really trying to do an overhand, overground, you know, overland route uh, through Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iran, and all the way, you know, 
over to Syria if they can. Mm-hmm. In Syria. Okay. Uh, but it's going to be really, really tough because there's so many different countries and tribes and everything else. You can, pay, you can pay money. You can use a lot of power and influence and everything else if you want. But remember, the Soviet Union, when they invaded Afghanistan, and, and if they want to go across, this Pangir Valley is really exclusive, not directly in the way of mm. the trade route. So the Pangir Valley would be up near like Wyoming or Montana. Like it would be in my in my Afghanistan, but it would be up northern, the northern part. Right. Okay. And and, and since the vice president, who's now the caretaker, of, calls himself the caretaker of Afghanistan, Amrulan Saleh, has gone to the Pangir Valley. In Valley. And he has rallied Afghani troops and militias and tribes everywhere. He's got 173,000 people up there in that valley right now. But regular army, Afghani army guys who did not surrender, run away, some of their crack troops are up there in the Panjshir Valley. Other tribes are in the Panjshir Valley, and they come from the Kapisha the province, and the Parwan province, and elsewhere, they're rallying up there, too. And and the Taliban, since they took over, they immediately tried to take over this valley. They sent 600 troops up there to try to take over, and they had a big fight, lost 50, and retreated. They tried again, and they lost 85 and retreated. And so far, they can't seem to make any headlines. Propaganda-wise, they're saying we got the Panjshir Valley all surrounded. They're gonna, we're gonna starve them out. We're gonna get. Don't worry, they're gonna run out of ammo and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Saleh Amrullah Saleh says that it's not gonna work. He says a lot of Afghani's are because we are here. They're not gonna rally to the Taliban. It's very similar to the American Revolution when you had, as long as, you know, at Valley Forge, they said, what are we going to do? We can't win. We're surrounded by the British. We're starving and everything else. General Washington said, it doesn't matter. We're here. And as long as we're here, there's a rallying point. There is something psychologically that will infect the reps to the Afghanis. And so, consequently, um, this the existence of these people... Well, just keep the Taliban in disarray. Mm. I believe. Yeah. I, I believe. Wow. Now, we are trying to put a new group in there that we control because, and that's ISIS, ISIS K. You talked mm-hmm. about ISIS K. Okay. Um, Russia stated, and it's, it's really, really interesting. The, um, the Russian foreign minister, Zamir Kabulov, last Tuesday, he mm-hmm. said, listen, we received it from local Afghans, including leaders at the leaders at the local level, who did not understand why helicopters were supplying weapons and ammunition to the area owned by ISIS units. Hmm. According to this guy, he said this isn't the only occurrence. He recalled the case of the Taliban group. And by the way, Taliban is outlawed in Russia. Right. They're blocking, they're blocking off large ISIS units in northern Afghanistan that can't be got at. And they're transported by helicopters in an unknown direction. 
some of the helicopters have U.S. markings, according to locals. Mm-hmm. And so, you remember back during the war in Syria, when uh, when ISIS was losing so bad, and they get surrounded, and then either we or Israel would bring in helicopters and, and take away their leaders, mm-hmm. haul away so many of them so that they wouldn't get captured. Right. To, took them to unknown areas. Russia saying Afghanistan. Hmm. We're there, and and uh, this believe it or not, I, I listened to the CNN lady, and she went over there and talked to the ISIS leader over there. He said he'd talk to her, and he said, "Yeah, we we've been here for quite a while, and we're just growing and growing. We're waiting for all the foreign countries to get out, and then we're going to spring up, take over." And that's ISIS. Hmm. And why would ISIS blow up the airport the exact moment when everybody was looking at Kabul? <laughs> right. Yeah. Hmm. And they're making a statement, a big statement right there. We're here now, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you've got, you've got ISIS, and they don't always get along with the Taliban. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and you've got the resistance of the Panjir, and they are fighting against them. So anyway, they're having a big uh, conference right now in in, uh, in Afghanistan, a town called Chirikar, which is just south of the uh, you know the Panjshir Valley. Mm-hmm. It's a nice place, boy. They've got orchards and huge farms there. It's really really nice. And uh, by the way, in my exploration of Afghanistan, I'd love to go there. Somebody put that in my bucket list. Uh, anyway, they're meeting with the Taliban there right now. Well, don't do it right now, Dave. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Don't do it right now. Don't go on vacation there. <laughs> I swear, too many people. No, 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 no. We're in the middle of, like, a military thing, a military action, and people usually go on vacation, then we have to go and, and put them as priority, and it always just think, seems really strange to me but uh, that people choose that. But and, and it's so sad, all of our military we lost. It's just excruciating that we're willing yeah. to do that. It just makes me, it makes me physically ill. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I, you know, I was in the army. I don't like losing anybody in the army. But at the same time, my sympathies go out to the hundred plus Afghani's that died there in that explosion. Mm-hmm. A lot of in, a lot of innocent lives and and a lot of innocent lives just across the board. It's just it's sick and it doesn't have to be happening. That's the problem. Yes, it doesn't. And, and according to some locals, according to this Russian uh, diplomat, he questioned some of the locals. He said after the explosion, some of the American soldiers panicked mm-hmm. and began firing at everybody they thought was responsible. And killed some civilians also. Hmm. So that's wow. too bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. So anyway, it's this big peace conference they're having in Chirikar right now. Um, Amrullah Saleh, who's the, the now the actual president, I believe, he says, we're in favor of peace. But peace does not mean suffer, surrendering to the enemy's demands and one force to dominate the politics of the country. Our conditions for lasting peace in Afghanistan are decentralization of power and wealth, democracy, political and cultural pluralism, moderate Islam, 
and equal rights and freedom for all citizens. And I doubt the Taliban's going to go for that. But if you, if you were to go up there to the uh, Panjshir Valley right now, um, according to Amrullah Salah, women are treated as much as possible equally. The, the jobs, the education, mm-hmm. and everything else, you know, the way they're treated, it's, it's, it's very, very good. And he wants all of Afghanistan to be that way. So I'm kind of rooting for the guy. And uh, since they were able to keep the Russians out, and then for another from 65 to 71, uh, the Taliban tried to conquer this valley mm-hmm. and failed and failed and failed. So anyway, the leader, and you got to see this picture, they got them all over the place. The military leader back at the time was Ahmed Shah Massoud. His son looks exactly like him. Hmm. And he's now like 30, 35 years old. And, and he's the new general. Okay. We're going to come right back. More with Investigator Dave. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Grateful to be with you. And of course, thanks for listening in. Go to katedalyradio.com and uh, of course, uh, share the podcast. What can I say? Go to SoundCloud, share the podcast. We talk about a multitude of issues on the show and uh, and we do so so frankly. And I hope I hope you gain from that. I hope that we're all gaining an education here. And of course, um, make sure and go to Balance of Nature. Balanceofnature.com is a wonderful, I did my homework on this and they are a wonderful wonderful, wonderful um, uh, food supplement. And this is a great way to sort of build your, immun- your, your immunity, your immune system the right way and fill it with nutrients. That way we know that that works <laughs> and, uh, and it's the best way to do it. Have that be your foundation. Whatever else you want to add on top, fine. But uh, boy, boy, it's a complete product though. It really is and it's that good. Make sure and go to balanceofnature.com. You take it every day, three fruits, three veggies, and uh, and it's a fabulous product. And you'll start to see the results of that in about a week and a half, two weeks. You'll start to feel the energy of that and make sure that you are 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 doing it. Uh, go to balanceofnature.com, code word Kate, K-A-T-E. Um, you'll get 35% off in free shipping. Yeah. So you got to take advantage of that. Put in code Kate. So, so the code word is Kate, K-A-T-E. Um, okay. Investigator Dave, let's keep going. Yes. Yeah. You, you got the floor. Okay. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about Russia just a little bit. Okay. They, a couple leaders went up there and t- up to Moscow and talked to them, and Russia's trying to negotiate with them. But like I mentioned, Russia is really, really worried about extremism and, and Taliban in Afghanistan. And so they said, we're re- not really going to work with you at all until you get your act together, until you can kind of get the tribes all together. Well, they can't get the tribes together because the Panjshir Valley and a whole region up there 
is uh, just not going to work with them. And most of the Afghanistan is Sunni, mm-hmm. and then the northern part up there, most of them are Shia. And if that made any kind of a difference, yeah. are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, I understand, because oh. it's hard to get those two groups, okay. so you can't do that. So geographically is what you're saying, is people need to be aware of the geographics playing a part in this, and you won't get what you're trying to get there. And by the way, we shouldn't have been there for over 20 years. We really shouldn't have. And I wish I wish there were more <clears throat> people talking about that. It had too. some benefits, though. Mm-hmm. It kind of woke, woke a lot of people up. And we did break them from the grip that the Taliban had beforehand. And uh, and it's just hard to get them back in and together. I remember when we went to Russia a couple of times, the older people were that were raised in communism were very quiet and looking over their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And the younger people were just adventurous and studying and having fun and all wanted to be entrepreneurs. And, and I, you know, I was talking to the guy I was there with. I says, there's no way you're going to get them back into communism. They're just, it's not going to happen. And I think the same thing is going to happen here. Uh, I'm really glad that now the caretaker said, mm-hmm. uh, he said, he said he expressed confidence and claimed that the Taliban rule in the country won't last long. Uh, he said he said that the uh, the law of the Taliban is Islamic Islamic Emirate unacceptable to the people of Afghanistan, and the election of a leader by a group is unacceptable. It's impossible for the Taliban rule to last long in Afghanistan," said Salah. And I kind of agree with him, the popularity that he's starting to get from around there. And uh, so he's asking for help. And uh, he, he, I, I listened to him talk to Canada. He was on Canadian public radio asking for help. And he says, by the way, any Americans or Canadians, anybody wants to come over and fight with us, we'll welcome you. <laughs> right. Which is kind of interesting. Um, and so he's, he's really trying to pull this together. And, and it is true that Afghanistan, uh, the Taliban right now is kind of in chaos. And we like to say in the news media, especially the mainstream, they've taken over Kabul, they own Afghanistan, they open, and it's all theirs now, and what are we going to do? And, and it sounds like almost, as, uh, I just don't quite buy that. I don't. Right. Uh, there's just too many tribes, and even if there's a few, um, you know, Pakistani people in the drive through the tribe and and by the way, it's hard to get around in most of the mountainous regions. Right. They're, they're, those are mountain roads if you go at all. And a lot of, often you have to walk or take camels or horses, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just, you just, and they're so isolated that uh, once you leave, this is what happened in, in, uh, in Panjir. It's amazing when you, if you go in there and you look at some of the pictures, you'll see Russian tanks laying in the river, upside down, all kinds of places. They went in there and literally took over, and the, the, the people from Tajir went into the mountains. And as soon as the Russians would leave an area, oh, the people would come right back to it. And you just couldn't control it. There was no way to do it. Right. And these people are vowing, to, these people right now are vowing to fight to the last man standing, is what they said. So uh, if, if they don't, what they're trying to do is trying to make Afghanistan pluralistic. All right, we we'll join Afghanistan, but we're kind of independent, and 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 we put a, a barrier between us. We have our way, you have your way, but we get to represent the, whatever the democratic state calls for. Well, the Taliban doesn't want a Taliban democratic state, 
And so it's just going to, it's just too much of a difference. And they're also demanding democracy and equal, equal uh, opportunities for women mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. The Taliban's going to have a lot of trouble with as an Islamic state. So I kind of agree with Saleh that uh, it's, it's just going to be a mess. But right now everybody's trying to peek in there. And so Russia is offering their Stan provinces, especially Uzbekistan and Tajikistan, which is just north of Afghanistan, they're offering military munitions, and they they put twenty thousand troops down there, mm-hmm. and they're offering them all these munitions at cut rate prices. They buy this, buy this, buy this, and almost offering it now. They you know the Russia has a big air force base in Tajikistan, and mm. Russia has threatened the Taliban. You don't cross this river. They're separated by a river, right? The Amu River that separates Afghanistan, Tajikistan, and Uzbekistan. And Turkmenistan's kind of out of the way. They don't, you know, they're not really involved. They're not part of the Russian. They have an alliance called, like, we got NATO. Mm-hmm. Well, they have one, that, you know, made up of all the stands and and, uh, and and some other places. So they've only got nine, but it's still pretty strong. And this is part of their NATO network. And they say, you cross, you know, it's going to be disaster for you. They threaten to kill thousands of them, you know, if you kill wow. 10 of us. So it's, uh, you know, Russia's... Putin is really coming down hard on them. And so they may, because they're all in the same province, all in the same group, especially Tajikistan and Uzbekistan, as the, as, uh, the rebels, mm-hmm. they may be supplying them hmm. if they need supply. The rebels say, well, we've got, we've got farms, we've got food, we've got, you know, by the way, we supplied them with a lot of anti-aircraft stuff, Right. When they had, had to shoot down Russian planes and Russian helicopters, mm-hmm. they still got them. They still got them. And so mm. and I know that I know that Taliban says we can fly the helicopters now, but they won't fly them over Panjir, Panjir, because they will get shot down. They've got anti-aircraft missiles up there, and they've got all kinds of cool stuff. So uh, I, I, I'm keeping an eye on them. I'm, I'm hoping for the best for them. Um, but what it does is that, to me, it shows how faulty the mainstream news is, can be. Now, why are they so hot? On, on They're almost speaking from the same songbook. They're singing from the same songbook. Right. The, the Taliban is together. They own Afghanistan. They're taking over. They own Kabul. Uh, they're getting rid of all the resistance. Mm-hmm. And they may spread around the world. And... Uh, and we're all in danger. We're all, sounds like war. And now we're going in there now with shooting uh, cruise missiles and blowing up certain areas that we claim are ISIS. But I don't know because the CIA, the one that installed, according to all these countries, and the one that installed the ISIS in Afghanistan. <clears throat> and then we blew up the big CIA headquarters in right. Afghanistan so that nobody can get in there and find any documents or any evidence to what we did so um yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's a lot of subterfuge going on it sure is and it I, you know and and right now as we're dealing with losing our liberty at home i know it seems overwhelming to people i mean it's a lot it's a lot to think about and i put our liberty first i put this kind of secondary i i think it's so sad that the military that were over there were killed when 
you know, we've had a lot of military killed in Afghanistan. And it's so sad, too, to to see people that I think it's needless. And and uh, I think we could have uh, gotten out of there a long time ago and we should have um, if if we needed to be there at all. And you do make a good case, uh, Investigator Dave, for, you know, say, OK, you know, we, we needed to break up the bonds from the Taliban. But I just it's just. We have it on all fronts right now, and I think I think we see this bigger piece of China moving forward toward us. And I I don't know. I hope people realize what's. I think there are some there are some huge things going on that are much bigger than Afghanistan or COVID. And of course, it's the shot and other things, but um, just the sheer force of it. But just your overall take on headlines today. Just your overall. What's your overall take? On everything going uh, on. To, on everything that's going on? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, boy. I'm, where can I start? Uh, if, if I could start on Biden. Yeah, he's a puppet, though. You know what I mean? Like he's he's worthless. I mean, he's a puppet and he's he's just gross and he's been in government his whole life and he's been he's been doing stuff like this forever. I mean, I, I don't remember a time when he wasn't a total cad, worthless cad. And then you've got the deep state uh, just going to town and and everyone's blaming the puppetry. Yeah, the deep state is turning against Biden, kind of. Mm-hmm. At least certain, certain people are. Yep. Now, picture this. Biden, everybody knows that he's senile. Everybody knows that he has trouble talking and remembering and everything else. Even the left knows that. And the left is aware that he's sooner or later going to have to step down or be taken down. Right. 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 So if they can blame him or broadcast the rights attacks on him and he finally steps down, who do they get to blame for him leaving? Right. The right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can they can blame the conservatives. They took down a president of the United States, you know, even though they were kind of liking it to be that way. So, yeah, it's, a, it's they're just setting them up. Mm-hmm. controlled opposition on their own player so and they're yeah, doing it i think yeah, because they want us to embrace kamala and that's a gross thought i can't i, I just got to shiver up my spine um yeah it's it's amazing it's just shift the players around and have get us to the point where no his own party doesn't want him and then when he slides by the wayside as they blame it on probably the patriots of america of course as the fall guy scapegoat um that they will embrace this new party because with 2022 coming up they've got to have a new trajectory they've got to have a new outlook right they've got to have to to, yeah. to get americans thinking that we're going to vote our way out of this <laughs> and so what what better than to drum up a new vision for the democrat party that's failing them right now you know and it's already a fraudulent party that cooed the white house so and i i worry about it because i i do expect a lot of republicans are going to win and will probably take back the congress and and, uh and you say that i know you say that you you say that because you're afraid right Huh? Like you say that because you realize, I don't mean afraid, but I, you say that, and I, I just want to clarify, because you realize that even with our Republicans in, nothing will get done to change this. They've been awfully silent this whole exactly. time. Yeah. Exactly. But it'll How give us that Trump sort of look of, of, some, of some kind of win, and everyone will go, yay, we won! And then it's like, well, what'd you win, Bob? Nothing. You know what I mean? So we're yeah. back to where we started. Yeah. Yeah, we've... 
in the past, we've had Republican Senate, Republican Assembly. Yeah, we've did nothing. Republican president, and nothing happened except more wars and yep. more spending. Yep. And that's, that's the rule. So, yeah, and they did nothing know. under COVID, nothing to restore liberty, and nothing, just nothing. So we're going to feel like it's a big win, and everyone's going to celebrate a win, because they have to keep the masses placated. So they're going to make sure we win something, but it's not really a win, because we're not going to win as a populace. We've got to get past the whole voting illusion. What worry, What bothers me, even with the anti-COVID people... 20 seconds, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they even say anything, they acknowledge that, yeah, it's terrible and it's bad, but this is how we've got to yeah. do it by, right. you know, and forget the acknowledgement. It's, it's not right. existent. Right. Big thank you, Investigator Dave. Really appreciate you. Thank you, All right. I'll talk to you later, and uh, we'll have him back on soon. And, of course, be fearful. Be fearful. Oh, my gosh. I'm tired. Oh, my gosh. Be faithful. Be fearless. There we go. And uh, go to katedallyradio.com. Get the podcast. Be back tomorrow. Everybody have a great evening. Go spend some time with your families.